This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the What Are We Doing Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 63 of the What Are We Doing Podcast, okay? You see the shirt? Look at the shirt. Or no, wait. This is in episode 63. Last week, we skipped. I somehow... Last week was theoretically 62. This week's technically 63, but we labeled last week 63. So now I don't know what to do about this week. We'll just make this week non-numberless. It'll be non-binary in the sense of a number, right? It's not a one or zero. Isn't that what that means? Binary, one or zero. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I know how computers talk to each other, okay? It's all ones and zeros. I know exactly how it fucking works. Don't question me, okay? Ones and zeros. So why don't we just make it not... And I think that I'm saying it right. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. Let's just make it not... No number this week. It's just an episode. It's just an episode. There's no number, which means, guess what? We're going off the fucking rails, baby. Okay? You thought drinking champions was banging. We'll get to it in a minute. This episode will be even crazier. Okay? It has to be because we need the numbers. Listen, you see the shirt? Okay? I've got the magic in me. Okay, shout out to our Patreons this week, Ariel and her husband, new husband, Tim. Okay, they're banging, dude. I told you about Ariel and Tim, I think maybe on a Paul episode, I'm not sure. But this is the shirt they got me. They also got us, um, they got Justin a shirt, they got us some Taco Bell gift cards, Texas Roadhouse, some fucking other things. Insane, these people. The amount of support that these people show for other people... Not to mention the support. Listen, I'm I'm working with her. We're going to work together. We've got some things coming because I at this point in time, I now owe them as a household like three favors. I'm usually the guy who holds all the favors, but now I owe favors, which is good. It's good to have that balance. You know what I mean? That's how you get ahead in life. You have some favors you give and some favors that just, you know, you know what I mean? And so... um Here's the thing. So they got to see shirts. Justin says, blah, 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 because why not? And um, it just, you know, it makes me, I love it when people fucking call me, especially spam calls in the middle of recording this podcast. It's my best, most favoritest thing on the planet. Talked about it on this podcast. I don't think I have. 
I don't think I have, or maybe we've like hinted at it. Like if you know, I've done, you know, I do magic or I did like, I did magic for eight years from like 2008 to like 2016. I was hot and heavy, baby. Like it was, I was getting paid to go to places like New York, uh, Washington, DC, Georgia, Florida, Maryland, like I traveled the East Coast getting paid to do card tricks, people. This is how insane the world was from 2008 to 2016. Now, in 2008, I was just being silly and doing stuff at like school, but like once I like got through all of my material in high school and like figured some shit out, um, I took it public and that's like, as soon as 2010 hit and I was able to drive anywhere and anywhere I ever wanted, uh, at any given time because I didn't have to go to school anymore. Um, but I immediately went right into college, of course, but I could still go anywhere and everywhere, any given time, right? No one hires a magician at 10 AM when I'm supposed to be in Mark Crow's class. So it's like, it, it worked out and dude, they were sending me everywhere. This one company I'm pretty sure was 100% government funded. So like I might be, I might be a government agent here. Okay. We might not even know. They might not even have triggered me yet. And this whole thing could just be like, you know what I mean? Think about it. It's heavy. I know. So this like government funded organization, like it had something to do with like the entire, like the UN or something. There were people from like every country, every country had like their own office here. And I don't, I don't know what they did. They were just there to make people happy. I think they were like the happiness managers of their country. And so it was my job for three days straight Thursday. It was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or like something like that, or the weekend. I forget. But for like three days straight, they put us up in hotels. They paid for our meals. They paid for every fucking thing. All expenses paid the whole thing. I went into their cafeteria for like an hour a day and did card tricks for their people. And like, I had to be visual because like half of them didn't speak English because they were from other countries. And like, I, that's just what I did. I had a lady and then she walked me around and we went to each table. And if there was a language barrier, she would speak for me. It was insane, dude. Like uh, a dentist office in Maryland hired me for a holiday party where I went and I swallowed balloons and did card tricks. Fox 43 news had me on, dude. I just watched the video, the video, if you can find it on YouTube. I'm not linking it or showing it here, but if you can find it, you can find it of me swallowing, uh, balloons with our friend Christian. Shout out Christian. He's, uh, he's fucking doing it. He's fucking making videos, music videos for like Lil Sky and fucking Lil Pump and like all of their friends and shit. So shout out to him. Had him on the fucking show with me trying to swallow balloon. I swallowed balloons at 8 a.m. At 8 a.m., at 8 a.m. on like a Tuesday morning, when everyone in the office, I'm, I'm working full-time at this point in my career at a, a web development company, and at 8 a.m. in the morning, everyone's supposed to be fucking working, making the websites, coding, doing whatever we're supposed to do. Everyone has stopped to watch Fox 43 News while I'm simultaneously on Fox 43 News performing magic. 
and like this fucking and and like no work is getting done. They're all watching me on TV while I'm not at work performing live at the radio at the station. Like it was insane. People still till this day, just a week ago, someone I didn't even know. Listen to this shit. Listen to this. This is insane to me. So everyone who knows, like we, we met Ariel and Tim, we did their wedding and that we're in the wedding industry. So we do that on the weekends too, whatever. I'm at this event like a few weekends ago and sometimes we take breaks right throughout the night because we're there for 12, sometimes 13 hours. We take breaks when we can, we let each other go walk away for five, 10 minutes at a time, whatever, you know what I mean? Just to kind of little mental health breaks through the 13 hour shift. Um, so I'm sitting down and I'm talking to this lady and we're having this banging conversation and she, um, she, we're just talking about the world and COVID and how it happened and, you know, things are different now and just, you know, the things everyone's experienced, the job market and the economy and like, just, you know, just a common sense conversation me and this lady had, like not where it was weird, not where anyone was pressured because like I, we weren't trying to convince each other of anything. It was just like, Hey, like, what you put in is what you get out, like karma, be good to people. Like, you know, it was just kind of like a, a generic average conversation. You know what I mean? It was just a good conversation. And so I go and I continue doing what I'm supposed to do for the evening. And then, uh, I take another break a few hours later and she's over there again. And we continue to have this conversation. And, um, I let it slip that like, I did magic. And she was like, of course, like show me something. And I'm like, I literally haven't done it in 10 years. And, and like, you know, I explained why and I retired, like it became a job, dude. Like it, it literally became a job. And so, and so, uh, when I quit and then it's just like, I don't do it again. I'll do it occasionally, sometimes here and there, whatever, maybe for friends, whatever. And so she thought that was really cool. And then that conversation just continued. Right. And then at the end of the night, I said, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to go, blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much. My name's Levi McCurdy. Have a great night. We're Sparks Entertainment. And then she comes running up to me and she says, oh my gosh, you're Levi. You're Levi. And I said, yes, I am. Thank you. Hi, nice to meet you. I just said that that was my name. We've been talking all evening. Like, what do you, what do you mean? She goes, you're Levi. We used to work together at Hillside Cafe, the restaurant right down the street. And you used to do magic tricks for me when I was serving there like five, like 10 years ago. And like, no one would have known to bring up the name of this restaurant. No one else would have said that. Like, this isn't a coincidence. This is a memory from this woman's uh, actual brain. And so here I am talking to this lady all night, presumably have never met her up until this point, talking to her, having a great conversation as if like, you know, that there might be some sort of connection there. Like, like, you know, she's definitely way older and it, it was fun. And, but you know what I mean? And so, but it was like, there, there was something and I didn't know. And then as soon as she heard my last name, she knew exact, we worked together when I was a teenager at a restaurant in my hometown. And she remembers me doing magic there. 
And like, it was this surreal moment where like, I have no idea what her name is now. If you handed me $44 billion to buy back Twitter from Elon, I would not be able to tell you this woman's name. But, but she knows exactly who I am because of that impression that I left on her 10 years ago when I was a bus boy cleaning tables in between tables, I'd be like, Hey, give me a quarter out of your thing and I'll do so. Or like, Hey, give me that toothpick and I'll make it disappear. Like, Hey, here's a deck of cards. Pick one. Like I would do that. I've been doing that like everywhere. I've never worked. I just realized something about myself. I've never worked a job where I've actually 100% just done that job. My ADHD has taken me from 15 years old all the way to now 30. I've been working for 15 years and I've just now realized every single fucking job, I've been working towards something else while simultaneously getting paid to do so. At the restaurants I work at, I would practice magic, right? And then I would go on the weekends and get paid to do magic. And then uh, all through my professional career, <clears throat> at all the, the ad agencies and the development companies I worked at, I was either meeting or writing contracts for our other events or uh, doing magic shows and actually not showing up to work because sometimes those magic shows were on Friday. And everyone was okay with that for some reason. And I'm now like thinking maybe that shouldn't have been the case. So for whatever reason, every single one of my bosses ever shout out to, you know what? Shout out to you. If you were ever my boss or superior at any fucking place I ever worked at, including the restaurant, including cafe. We know you fucking burned it down for the insurance money. It's fine. It's fine. Everyone knows, but like, dude, including them shout out to all you guys sign up for my Patreon. It's only a dollar a month. Patreon.com backslash. What are you doing? Shout out to you guys. Because like, if it wasn't for that time that I spent while working for your company, I wouldn't own two now. You know what I mean? And I guess that's kind of how it works, right? Like, I don't know. It's, it's the business and the business side of everything has just been, it's been so insane. It's been so insane these last three years. So, so with everything, the magic, the events, the weddings, the, the, the podcasts, the other podcasts, the Patreon, the websites, the everything, dude, it's insane. The support you get throughout the, it's like the, the little tiny, the little tiny pieces. I have messages. I would get Facebook messages from random people from middle school, middle school, middle school, kids from middle school who I haven't talked to in 15, 18 years. I get messages it says, Hey man, we don't talk, you know, whatever, you know who I am. I know who you are. You're inspirational. Like I just got, <clears throat> I just posted a text from like Joe, Joe's got Photoshop now. He's doing some shit. He's starting his own side shit. You know what I mean? Like people are fucking working now. We're making a difference. I know some other guy, I paid off some other guy's debt last year. Last year, a friend of mine is debt free because of everything I've done. You know, 
I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy when you like, and like, I didn't know. I didn't know I had that impact. That lady's son was there. Her son was my age. That's how old she was. Her, her son was just about my age, maybe early twenties. And I, uh, it, uh, and, and so, and so he was like, dude, like, that's insane. Like what kind of magic, how'd you get into it? And like, this was before they knew this, we had this amazing conversation before they knew. And I just think it's insane. I don't know. So listen, Kanye's out, huh? Kanye's out. So he's been having a, a <laughs> he's been having a hell of a week, huh? Hell of a week over at the West establishment. Um, so what happened? What happened two weeks ago, two weeks ago, he went on drinking champions, which, you know, I just feel like for Kanye already right there, not a good idea. You know what I mean? Every time Kanye's on drinking champions, I feel like some things are said that maybe shouldn't probably be said. Right. Um, <clears throat> So this three-hour conversation that pretty much ended his entire career, uh, where he went DEFCON 4 on all the Jews and pretty much said a whole bunch of other anti-Semitic shit. Here's the thing. What's crazy about it is he's saying all this when the man is directly in bed, directly paid for, and um, I'm pretty sure his wealth status is controlled by his partnership with Adidas. Uh, which at the time I think he believed was a strong relationship. What's funny is the man, he thought, well, the man thought, mm, man, well, let's see what happens, right? It, it's kind of his attitude. His attitude going into this whole thing was, you know what? Let's just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. Oh, White Lives Matter t-shirt, throw it at the wall. Oh, Candace Owens, throw it at the wall. Oh, uh, the drinking champions podcast, uh, about the, the anti stuff, throw it at the wall. Um, Oh, say some stuff about George Floyd and his family won't be mad at you. Throw it at the wall. See what sticks. You know what I mean? Kanye's a very throw it at the wall. See what sticks kind of guy. And, um, this one stuck, this one stuck. And so, he basically, uh, he went DEFCON 4 on the world and uh, pretty much just decided to say some shit like this. My brother's keeper, you know, it's like mm. people have to, in order for Virgil to realize everything that he wanted to be, he needed to go take that deal from this white company to come back in a pink Cadillac and say, hey, I'm the head of Louis Vuitton. Mm. Can I be um, a yeah. devil's advocate? You took that same deal with that white company, Woof. With Gap and with Adidas. And now, the thing about it, me and Adidas, is like, I could literally say anti-Semitic shit and they can't drop me. I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Okay, good. Now what? Right? Now what? You know what I'm saying? So that's the position. That's the reason why when I was talking to Cube, I said, y'all gonna hold my ground. I'm not backing down. Okay, perfect. So, okay, good. So we know we know that his relationship at this point with Adidas is strong. So even though, <clears throat> even though, listen, if you're, if you're a very rich guy in America in 2022 and you say some wild shit 
uh, they're coming for you. They're coming for as much money as they can get from you. If you think you are going to make billionaire status in this country, let alone not even billionaire status in this country, they will come for you for as much of that money as they can get. They slapped Alex Jones with a fucking hilarious, hilarious, because Alex Jones has nowhere near this amount of money, a hilarious $968 million, almost a billion dollar verdict for what he said. And <clears throat> like, fuck it, Elon. Elon just had to purchase, we'll get to it in a minute, a $44 billion company. Not because I don't think he actually wanted to, but because I'm pretty sure the court was about to force him to buy it, okay? And now Kanye, Kanye has been hit not only by the Floyd family for a $250 million lawsuit for the fentanyl comments, but he's now essentially broke. He essentially has like nothing left. Okay. And we've seen this model play out time and time again. Okay. Andrew Tate's doing it right now. Okay. You get big and then they tear you down. And when they tear you down, you have a few choices. You can either stay down and never come back. You can stay down for a little bit. A year seems to be it. The cancellation culture seems to be a year and then everyone's back. Hey, Guess who's back, baby? Cosby's out of jail. Louis C.K.'s back. Um, you know, um, uh, uh, and uh, what's his name? Who just got out? Who just got off? What's his name? Uh, the dude, House of Cards. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey acquitted. The jury said, yeah, he's all right. Even though like six of his fucking victims, six people who allegedly come out against Kevin Spacey just fucking like are gone. One of them uh, committed suicide. One of them mysteriously vanished. The other one went into the woods and never came out. One of them, um, I think, got hit by a car randomly. And the person who hit that person was never convicted. So... Like, things were weird around the Kevin Spacey thing. I don't want to get into it because it's just, who knows what will happen here, you know what I mean? But, like, things happened to the people who accused him of stuff, and then, like, all of a sudden, now the jury says, hey, you're good to go. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, they're going to take you down. If you make waves, they have to take you down. In a span of 36 hours, Kanye West has lost all ties and all business ventures with Valence, Balenciaga. I said Valenci with a V. It's Balenciaga with a B. Balenciaga. Vogue. His talent agency dropped him. His lawyers walked out. His stream sales and airplays have, have plummeted. Uh, no one's listening to his music, obviously. Uh, he was restricted from Instagram and Twitter, but I think Instagram let him back on. He's out of jail there. Uh, his stadium shows have been canceled. There was a documentary about him coming out. That has now been shelved. And we're basically now, the world is just waiting on Adidas. 
the world is waiting outside of this Germany-run company, the company's headquarters. It's a German company, and Kanye West is out here spewing anti-Semitic hate. Isn't that fun? So we're waiting on Adidas. I mean, you know, um, dude, I mean, it's ballsy. Hey, it's ballsy. It's ballsy to think that, and maybe he's right. Maybe Kanye's right here, okay? He wasn't right. Sway did have the answers. We know that now. Sway has always had the answers. And, but now... Maybe he's right. Maybe he can go on. He can say these things. There is opinions, freedom of speech, Second Amendment rights. It's America. He can say what he wants, right? And Adidas won't drop him. So, you know, I think I think it's good. I think things are looking good for Kanye. New this morning, Adidas has now officially severed ties with Kanye West. Of course, legally changed his name to Ye. The German sportswear company is the latest brand to distance itself from him after a series of offensive anti-Semitic comments in recent days. Let's get a closer look at where things stand this morning. CNN chief business correspondent Christine Romans and CNN senior media reporter Oliver Darcy are here. So, Christine, one of the things that was interesting is we have heard calls for days. Yeah. It was, I believe, last Last Thursday that the ADL came out and said, hey, Adidas, where are you in the wake of these comments? Because after he wore that White Lives Matter T-shirt, it was only a couple of days before they said we're reviewing the partnership. Yeah. Is there any idea why it took so long for Adidas to? It took so long. Listen, (laughs) it took so long because because Kanye West is worth a billion fucking dollars. He might not have a billion dollars, but he's probably worth a billion dollars at this point in his career. Right. And so Adidas is like, okay, maybe it's not that bad. Because if we drop this deal, we lose the money too. We're not dropping it because of Kanye, but here's the other issue. At the same time, their stock prices are going like this. Ready? We So all of their board members, all of their investors and everyone who uh, is like, yo, Adidas, I'm out. If you're not, is like, hey, make the decision. And so clearly Adidas is out too. It's also being uh, reported that his school, the Donda Academy, uh, has severed ties with him or closed or dropped him, whatever. Um, His bank has closed his accounts, like much like Andrew Tate. I mean, it's just, it's insane to me. Uh, And pretty much everything around him. I mean, he, he doesn't have, he doesn't have too much left. Right. Um, And damn, dude, I just, I can't help but think, I wonder if this is how my dad felt after his divorce. You know what I mean? And if, like my mom's no Kim Kardashian, but damn, if if Kim Kardashian divorced me, dude, <clears throat> I might go off the wall and say some shit. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, uh, but I mean, honestly, if all of this is derived from a divorce and everything that happened last year with Pete Davidson, I mean, Kanye, move on. You know, we gotta move on. Okay, it's not it's not good anymore. It's not fun anymore. It's not healthy anymore. And 
I think now that Adidas is done with him, they've officially stripped him of his billionaire status. His net worth has gone down. So Kanye West is no longer a billionaire. And I don't really understand that. I I assumed you were a billionaire or not. Like if I have $999 million in the bank, I would consider me not a billionaire. You know what I mean? But also I don't think most billionaires have $999 million in the bank, maybe Bezos, but like, what does that, you know, what does that even fucking mean anymore? Like money's not even, I don't, money's not even fucking real, dude. I don't know. It's insane. So reports keep coming in from people surrounding Kanye at this time. And they, they're saying he's desperate and is looking for any type of new business or partnerships because like, look, I mean, we, he, the model has proven himself, right? He partners with the Gap for his clothes. He partners with Adidas for his shoes. And now he's making hundreds of millions of dollars every year. Like it's a no brainer. So he's obviously looking for some. Um, and then here's a report. Thanks for pulling this up. Here's a report right here that says Kanye was just um, escorted by security out of the Pepperidge Farm factory in Newport, Connecticut. Uh, the cookie manufacturer CEO says he was never invited and just showed up. Uh, so security was called and after he saw security come in, he, I think he left voluntarily. Um, isn't Pepperidge farm a cookie company? What is pepper? Yeah. The Milano's do fucking love Milano's. I love Milano's. Okay. Here's what's this say? Arriving unannounced with a grand vision for a revolutionary collaboration, the musician and fashion designer Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, burst into the Pepperidge Farm corporate office with a pitch for a new shoe cookie, sources confirmed Thursday. This next-level combo of fashion and snacks combines two things everyone loves, shoes and cookies, Ye said, as he pushed his way into a routine budget meeting waving what appeared to be a hasty concept sketch of dough sprinkled with chocolate chips and molded into the shape of a high top sneaker, a product he told, um, startled (coughs) a product. He told (coughs) (coughs) a product he told startled employees would be, uh, in numerous flavors and cost $900 per pair as they should. Yeah. That sounds about right with a Pepperidge Farm logo and like a Yeezy Kanye West logo on it. I mean, that's, it's at least 900. They could probably go 950. Um, Kanye continues to say, we got shortbread shoes, oatmeal raisin shoes, peanut butter shoes, snickerdoodle. I'm about innovation and I know Pepperidge Farm isn't scared to take a bold risk and launch Yeezy Munchers a delicious footwear brand that people can both wear and eat that will make us billions of dollars. Um, at press time, a call to the building security had been reported. Um, and then that same call to security had been canceled after Ye spotted a loaf of Pepperidge farm, Jewish rye bread and agreed to leave voluntarily. Okay, dude, (laughs) dude. So here we go. I mean, be on the lookout. That's crazy. That's crazy. He went to Pepperidge farm. That's crazy. He did that. So be on the lookout. I think they said they're trying to launch the first flavor 
of Yeezy Munchers um, by Christmas, like a holiday, like a chocolate covered, like star cookie, but in the sa- in the shape of a shoe. So it won't be a chocolate covered star cookie. It'll be a chocolate covered shoe cookie. And then there's like, you know, five or six or eight in the pack. And I think it's, yeah, I think $900 a box would be great. I'd buy them. I bought the fucking Texas Roadhouse candles that still aren't here in like two minutes. So, so, uh, so yeah, it's great. I think it's great. Elon Musk did it, baby. Elon did it. Elon Musk is now the owner of Twitter, dude. Elon Musk is the owner of Twitter. Elon Musk buys Twitter. Okay. He bought Twitter. (laughs) And can you just imagine, can you imagine for a minute, imagine, just use your, close your eyes and imagine the look on the person's face, his assistant, the intern, or whatever like entry level Twitter employee, certainly not anyone who makes less than $8 million a year. Anyone who makes $8 million a year, he definitely didn't give this task to. Uh, not Certainly not any of his friends, but the person, the intern assistant who he asked us and he, <laughs> he had to turn to them and say, hey, take the Tesla card, take the, take the company credit card and head down to Home Depot. Stop at Chipotle, get yourself a burrito. It's fine, but go to Home Depot and get me a sink. One that you can carry, one that I can carry. Any sink, just like a plain porcelain new, like kitchen or like bathroom. Give me a bathroom sink from Home Depot. Um, and be back here before three o'clock because you, you need to finish your work and your tasks and stuff. Right. Elon Musk is officially Twitter's new daddy, at least according to Elon Musk, who says he hopes the platform will continue to be a digital town square for years to come. The Tesla SpaceX boss explained his reasons for the $44 billion purchase Thursday, saying there are current there is currently a great danger that social media will splinter into far right-wing and far left-wing eco-chambers that generate more hate and divide in our society. He might be right. He might be wrong. I don't know. That's weird to me. He continues, in the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media uh, has fueled and catered the most polarized extremes as they believe that is what brings in the money. But in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost. He says, that's why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it'd be easy. I didn't do it to make more money. I did it to try to help humanity whom I love. And I would do so with humility, recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal, despite our best efforts, is a very real possibility. Okay, so here's the thing. Elon Musk thinks he's um, helping humanity. And I don't think buying Twitter has anything to do with helping humanity. Here's the video. Look, watch it. This is insane to me. The caption says, entering Twitter HQ. Let that sink in. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> His evil laugh. Listen, 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 listen. You just can't help it. That's okay. The man is an evil. He's a, he, he's a, he's, he's Dr. Evil. The man, this is gold. This is it. This is it. If I don't become this type of business owner, I have failed at a level that is beyond my comprehension. Listen, I want millions and millions of dollars. I don't need billions. I don't need 44 billion to buy Twitter. That's too much for me. I'll fucking kill myself with that much money. Give me a few million dollars in the bank and I want to be able to say, hey bitch, run to Home Depot real quick and buy me a fucking uh buy me a dishwasher because I'm 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 sick of it. I'm at the Denny's restaurant right now that I love to go to and the plates are dirty. They need a new dishwasher. So fucking go get them one and put a bow on it and bring it in right now. I'm going to bring in my friend Jeff and he's going to be your dishwasher and I'm going to pay him. I'm going to pay him $100,000 and he's going to be your dishwasher. Okay. He's going to make $100,000 and he's going to have this brand new dishwasher to use you're welcome, Denny's. Like, that's the kind of shit I want to be able to do. I want to be able to text my assistant and say, hey, wherever I need you to go, go, film it, buy it, do it, think of a bit. Hey, if I think of a bit while we're at uh, Spirit Halloween and I want to buy all of the costumes, oh, I'm doing it. And then I'm like finding 30, I'm buying everyone in the store. I'm going to Spirit Halloween. I'm buying everyone in the store an inflatable dinosaur costume. And then we're all exiting the store in the costumes and uh, parading the parking lot. And because it's Spirit Halloween, there's a guaranteed Walmart, Target, or some other department store within that same vicinity. And dude, we're just going to go and run through and have fun and film it and get a million views. And that's all I want. I want a million views on every one of my TikToks or YouTube videos, and I'll be a happy millionaire for sure. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, it's insane. And if, if people get mad at me and decide like they want to sue me, like, Kanye or Alex Jones or Elon Musk, I'm a millionaire. I can afford it. I'll get the best lawyer. I'll get Johnny Depp's lawyer and I'll see you in court. And then I'll sue you back for wasting my time because this is America and you can do that here. You can actually sue people for whatever fucking reason you want in this country. And most of the time, someone else has to hear you out. Okay. So listen, get ready. Buckle up. A new Twitter's coming, okay? 20 minutes in the office. As soon as he got done putting that sink down and telling them to throw it in the dumpster because the bit was over, um, he went right up to the office of the CEO and said, hey, get out. He fired the fucking CEO two minutes in the building. That's how ruthless Elon Musk is. He did the same thing at PayPal. He did the same thing at Tesla. SpaceX, he got all of his money from NASA because they didn't want to do it anymore. And now he's in Twitter HQ just firing off execs left and right. I love it. I love it. I mean, get ready. You think Twitter's free now? No way, baby. Subscription models are coming. They already have one in place, but like no one uses it. But like I'm talking the free accounts. Yeah, they're coming. Listen, Elon Musk owes exactly $44,383,333,921.19. In about three years time, those loan payments kick in. So get ready. Subscription models and ad-friendly Twitter feeds are coming, baby. Oh, yeah.
<laughs> Elon's Twitter uh, Twitter bio reflects his new purchase as well, calling himself Chief Twit. There's also a video um, that circulated this week showing a guy roaming about the headquarters with moving boxes. Like we said, uh, it closes the book on what turned out to be a bitter accusation. One of the most, uh, one that almost didn't happen when Elon threatened to pull out last minute. Remember, he said he felt Twitter wasn't giving him enough info on the bots and spam accounts, and apparently he has a grandmaster plan to get rid of all the bots and spam accounts. So that'll be interesting to see um, how he handles that. Uh, I'm assuming we're probably going to be moving towards like an identification process where we all have 30 days to upload a photo of our like state issued ID. And if you don't, your account's gone. So that's probably coming. I would venture to guess that if he almost didn't spend $44 billion because of the bot and spam issue, um, he's probably going to target that first and then eventually, um, you know, like get rid of them all. Like Instagram sweeps like 3 million accounts every month. So it's very, very interesting um, that he decided to, uh, to continue, right? There's been a lot of talk uh, about what Elon might aim to change at Twitter now that he's in charge. You recall this all started with his gripes about free speech being severely limited on the platform, people getting banned left and right for some things, some people not getting banned for saying worse things than what this person got banned for. It was insane. Twitter was a wild, wild west for a minute with people and celebrities and other things happening and people getting banned. So... Um, uh, speaking of those folks, um, he plans on bringing some people back. I think he already said he is bringing Trump back if he wants to. I think Trump said no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Trump said no, but uh, he plans on reinstating the account anyways. So, um, yeah, man, there's been a lot of talk about what Elon might uh, aim to change at Twitter now. Uh, that he's in charge. You'll recall all this started with his gripes about free speech being severely limited on the platform and all signs point to him losing the rules. I already read all that. Great. Um, and speaking of the workforce, uh, rumors in the Twitter sphere, hey, um, he's getting rid of 75% of the employees. Listen, it's Twitter. You don't need 75% of the employees. You need one guy to run the server, maybe two or three, depending on how many servers Twitter has. And, um, that's about it. So, uh, 75% of the workforce is about to be out of the job. Uh, basically Elon pulled up and said, Hey bitch, get in, we're going shopping. And if you're not on board, Daddy says, get out. You know, you're either team Elon Twitter or not. GTFO. And that's exactly what I mean. I mean, do you think, and how much do you, right. And how much do you think 75% of those Twitter salaries uh, is going to save him uh, in money every year? So I, they probably all make a minimum of six figures. So that's like, I don't know. 10, maybe 12 million a year that he's going to save by letting those people go. Um, and when you have loan payments on $44 billion, you need that 10 million a year, uh, essentially. So, um, yeah, I mean, what do you do? You know what? Oh, Hey, what do you do? Oh, you monitor the Alex Jones content. You're fired. See you later. Hate speech department. 
get out of here. You're all fired. See ya. Who's in charge of things like that kid who tracks my private jet? Yeah. Who set up that account for him? You're fucking fired. Get out. <coughs> Big changes. Big changes are coming to Twitter real soon. Listen, you better make a Be Real account right now. Everyone better go sign up for Be Real because once Twitter goes, Instagram's already done. Don't even get me started on Facebook. If you're still using Facebook to talk to your people, oh, good Lord help you. Um, and so, and Twitter's about to be out now that Elon's in. So... Be real. Here we come. We got to be real about it. You know what I mean? Listen, so Megs and I are watching this new show on Netflix um, before we have to pay. I, I can't do it. Listen, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not ready. Okay. In 30 years, I'm 30 years old. In 30 years, I've never paid for Netflix. Ask Carlos. Ask, ask the 280 plus podcast, ask the co-host of, of recap and record podcast, ask Carlos, ask Los, go to, go to Twitter and ask him. I used his Netflix account for like six years of my life. Six out of the 30, I had Los's fucking Netflix account. So let that sink in for you. You know what I mean? Hey, let that sink in. I need a sink. Go to Home Depot right now. Can you go to Home Depot, use the company card and get me a sink? We need a new one for the kitchen anyways. Can you go get, go get one. All right. So, um, yeah, for years, we're still using someone else's right now. Every time I law, every time I click on the Netflix icon on my TV, someone else's name pops up. And, um, apparently <clears throat> that's going away soon. Okay. And so I don't know how much longer we can hold out. Right now, I have Verizon Wireless as my phone service, and I'm debating switching to T-Mobile again because I know Netflix is included there. And it's like, man, I don't want to pay for Netflix. And like now they have a cheap option, so that's definitely the plan I'll go for because I'm certainly my father's son. And with the cheap option, um, you know, I'm going to get ads and then that's going to piss me off. And then I'm going to end up spending like $90 a month on fucking Hulu live or some bullshit like I did in the past. It's all a scam, dude. It's all a scam. I hate it. It's so the world is annoying. I'm done with monthly subscriptions. I want yearly or lifetime subscription. If there were, if they came out tomorrow and they said for $1,500, you could get a lifetime pass to Netflix or a three or five year pass to Netflix for like half the price of what it would normally cost the top tier. I'd buy it in a heartbeat. I'm so done with monthly subscriptions. It's so annoying. But anyways, uh, after, after losing nearly 1.2 million subscribers in the first quarter of 2022, Netflix is not doing so great. Like no shit. Like they clearly, like, I think they might've ran out of a little bit of their spending money. Like they were just giving out like comedy specials for like 30 grand to anyone without, you know, even vetting them first. And then like they did a run of horrible game shows that I don't know if they purchased. I think they might've actually produced them. I think they might've developed these ones. Like, is it cake? There's a pizza competition. There's like one where you build towers. There's a quiz game and they're all terrible. They all have like wannabe hosts like that. No one knows the contenders are just like idiots from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. And like, and each one of them, the grand prize, if you win, if you make it through, by the way, 
each round, there's like 12 rounds in each of the game, and most people only make it to like round level three. If you win, you get a whopping $10,000. And guess what? They film in California. So after taxes, that 10 grand is a solid 25 to 3,500 for you. So you're gonna get about three grand if you actually win. So a whole day's worth of shooting for $3,000 in prize money seems not worth it. Very strange what happened there in like 2020, 2021 with Netflix. Um, but they think with this ad-based program, things are gonna change. Uh, the ad-based plan will allow subscribers to cut their Netflix costs by 20%. So instead of $13, you're paying like $8 or $7 or whatever the ad tier, 20 to 40% in exchange for a few more interruptions. With the streaming industry becoming oversaturated with competitors, analysts say Netflix's push into advertising is a move that could help jumpstart the streamer's growth by enticing budget conscious customers to sign up for the service. So they're going to rely on people like me who don't want to spend $20 a month on their service, but then they're going to feed me ads for like their shows and products and presumably other companies that just pay them millions and millions of dollars to better offset that revenue loss from the last three years. Wow. Good for me. I'm definitely not getting that shit. <sighs> Netflix said on Tuesday that its ad tiers launch uh, is expected uh, to result in meaningful incremental revenue over time. What did I just say? It will also make Netflix more affordable than uh, ever to users, provided they don't mind watching some commercials. So if you're okay with commercials, Netflix is going to be the cheapest freaking option for your household. And that's how the streaming wars will end. We saw nothing. We saw Netflix only. Then we got like Disney plus. Now we have everything. Now we have Hulu, YouTube, fucking everything. And their brother is $15 a month. Now we have HBO and stars and all these other sling and everything else and everything else and FIBO and Roku TV and Fox plus and fucking Peacock and Paramount plus and all of these streaming services that now everyone has. And we're canceling them all because we're sick of it and so now everything's going cheap again but with ads and that's how we're paying for the platforms everything will be ads 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 in the future you won't pay for anything because it'll all have ads right insane so for now um i'm not paying for it ah! <laughs> you know what i mean and so we're watching the mole and dude, I think the season's over, but like they were just doing new episodes. I think it just started, I'm pretty sure. The Mole is the best spin on an escape room show that I've ever seen. I know they've tried to do escape room shows in the past and it's just like them in a room trying to figure it out. It's fucking boring. No one likes it. They never work. But these guys, the whole mole aspect and the money banking aspect. So here's what it is. It's a group of like 20 people, 15, 10 people, whatever it is. And one of them's the mole. One of them's a teammate working against the team and no one knows who the mole is. And so their job throughout the series is to bank as much money for the bank as the winner is pot for the winner as possible. One person wins. They get all the money in the bank at the end of the game, no matter what it is. In the first couple episodes, they racked up like 30 grand. Then one of the contestants decided to take all that money and like spend it on like a pass that wouldn't let her get eliminated. So now they only have three 
three grand. So now everyone thinks she's the mole. But here's the thing. The fucking show, the show, every episode, they try to convince us that it's someone else. So in episode three, we thought it was definitely one of these people. But by episode four, it was none of them and definitely one of these people. But by episode five, we're going back to the original three, one guy from this group. And it might be because of what happened in this episode, this guy. You know what I mean? So every episode is like, we have no fucking idea. We have a brand new list of 39 new possibilities of who the fucking mole could be. And honestly, right now we're on episode, I think five or six could be anyone could be anyone at this point in time. And so, um, yeah, man, like the girl, dude, she spent all the money. And like the mole's job, you can lose money. Like some of the challenges, you have to keep the briefcase of money like overnight where you're staying. And if the mole takes the money and throws it in the dumpster and you didn't look in the dumpster, that money's gone and you can't bank it. So like the mole is there to sabotage or steal stuff or like be slow during the mission so they don't get as much money. And like... And then like they gave them all a choice. They're like, yo, will you take money out the pot for a free elimination pass? And they were all like, yeah, here's how much I'm willing to take out. And the person who took out the most was the one who got it. And Chippy took out 25 grand and they only had 28 grand. And now, so everyone's pissed, but she's like, don't worry guys, we'll get all the money back. And that was like two episodes ago and they haven't gotten any money back. And so it's a really good show. And so I didn't really spoil anything for you because I don't even know the spoilers, but like they, they're supposed to get money. There's one mole working against them and we love it. And it's a fun show and it's intense and we have like four episodes left and I'm, let me know in the comments if you're like, if you've already seen it or thought it was crazy, let me know like what you think there. Um, and speaking of leaving comments and everything else, listen, this wraps up this episode of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us everywhere. Okay. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, all of our links are either in the description down below wherever you're watching this, or you can always use our shorthand URL. It's wadpod.com backslash links, wadpod.com backslash Facebook, backslash Instagram, backslash YouTube, backslash good pods, backslash Spotify, backslash Apple, backslash Stitcher, backslash, I mean, if we have a link, there's a wadpod.com backslash association with it. So follow us everywhere you're on social media. If you're on YouTube, wadpod.com backslash YouTube will take us right to your channel. Click subscribe and click the bell. When you click that bell, you get notifications when I drop new clips, new shorts, new episodes, everything. So you won't miss a thing if you have that little bell rang and YouTube really likes it too. And they'll promote our channel more. And we're almost at 500 subscribers. And I know you guys don't owe me anything because enough of you have already joined our Patreon. Shout out to Megs, Justin, Ariel, and Tim this week, our Patreon members. And dude, run it up over there. Patreon.com backslash what are we doing? Um, if you sign up for our top tier Patreon, you do get a monthly Q and a with me. Um, and so Tim and Ariel are patrons. I asked them their question for this month. Um, because it's just them. We're not going to do a whole fucking AMA session. And so her question was, do you believe in ghost? And so I thought long and hard about this. And here's the thing. I'm a seer to believer kind of guy. So like, um, 
So right now the answer is no, because I've never experienced a ghost or like an entity or a being or like anything, anything like that. I've never really like experienced. And so once I do, if I ever experience like a door being slammed on me or like a voice or like I see a ghost or like I feel it or like like I see something coming towards me and then it like goes through me or like something as far as like ghostly experiences in person, then I will change my answer to yes. But until I experience that, um, it's like, hey man, you know, like all the ghost shows with the fucking, with the fuck it, with the recorder. And then it's like, you know, it's like, if you're out there, tell us, tell us you're out there. Tell us, tell us, please, please tell us you're out. And then they turn the gain up like this and they do it. If there's someone out there, please, please, did something happen to you? Did something happen? Did something happen to you? And then all of a sudden the volume for the recorder goes like this and we hear this. It goes all the way down and we hear, I'm alone. And like, and then, and then, and then they're like, what, what did you say? What did you say? And then we go back in the edit and they turn up the game and they edit it. And it, and it's just the ghost saying, post Malone, listen to post Malone. Listen, one of my, um, one of my friends, uh, one of my dear, oh man, my best friend, Uriah Ramsey, who unfortunately passed away years ago, rest in peace. Uriah had a, um, a very, very convincing ghost story. Him, his brother, and his mom were moving out of this, like, what they claimed was a haunted house. Like, they experienced shit, they saw shit, they, they swear, and this man, I tell you, this kid was a freaking boy scout. Like he went, he had the badges, he did the thing. He was in the military. He was a straight shooter. I never knew him to lie. He was honest in every conversation ever. And so when he sat us down and said, listen, we experience ghosts in this house. I believe him. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I didn't experience it. So my answer still no. Um, and so, but dude, Uriah and his family, his mom, rest in peace, uh, his brother who I haven't seen in a minute, but I mean, man, they were convinced. They were convinced that this was the real deal. They said they saw a ghost out their window. They heard shit in the attic doors would slam. They said there was one door they had a key to couldn't get it open. Couldn't get it open. And they would hear noises on the other side of the wall. Like the ghosts were in that room, like keeping the door locked. Couldn't get it open. The day they moved out, new owners moved in. The door opened right up with no key. It opened up right away. It was this very strange energy he said they had in the house. And I don't know. That's my ghost story. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. We didn't number this one because I'll figure out the freaking numbers next week. I think... Next week will be episode 64. Who freaking knows? We're all over the place. It's a roller coaster of emotions. It's the What Are We Doing podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name's Levi McCurdy, and I'll catch you next week, next time, the next discussion. Peace out, everybody. This 
is the What Are We Doing podcast.